Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter Coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. You talk about the uh, the flea flicker play and just kind of how long that's been in, so to speak, and, and has that been all year? Is that something you just threw in? No, I mean, we, we ran it last year. We ran it a couple years ago. Um, you know, it's like one of those ones that every once in a while we stick in there and practice it and – you know, this week it, it just came up and, you know, they did a great job of executing it. I thought Barrios did a really good job of kind of lulling the, the guy to sleep to where he, he got by him and Crowder threw a great ball. How energetic How, for you guys when that happens? Yeah, anytime that you you hit on one of those plays and you score on it, you know, you don't always score on it that clean. So um, that's probably the cleanest that that play's ever been as far as, when, as you know, with us running it. Adam, how, how, how impressive was the effort by your D-line today with Quinton out against that rushing attack, four sacks, the fourth and one stop? Yeah, I think, the, you know, when you look at it, holding that team to, you know, what was it, 45 yards rushing, uh, it was great, great defensive effort, you know, from the whole unit. Uh, it takes the safeties, it takes the corners, linebackers, front. Uh, but obviously it starts up front. I thought those guys played with great energy played physical, did a good job. We did a good job of gang tackling when there was only one or two times where, you know, one of their backs kind of popped out and I think it was on some screens to where we didn't do a good job getting them down. Um, but that was our big point emphasis for us this week of making sure that we did a good job of getting them as many bodies around those guys as possible. How would you assess Sam's play today, Adam? Uh, you know, obviously I'm going to have to go back and look at it. Uh, there were some things where I think, you know, he was, he was trying to push the ball down the field. It's a tough defense to go against, especially that front. That front's really good. Um, you know, we just, you know, we couldn't really get anything explosive for the most part. I mean, it just felt like we had to really put a drive together to get down the field, and some of the third down conversions weren't easy. Um, but, I mean, he did enough for us to win, and he did a good job of protecting the football. What was that like for you and especially the defensive coaching staff, obviously, to get that news about the Browns yesterday just losing their whole receiving core? And how did you adjust to that? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that when when we kind of learned of that, I mean, Frank didn't make such a big deal about it with the players. Um, you know, either did I when, I when we had our team meeting. We really just kind of focused on what we needed to do. Uh, as a coaching staff, we just were aware of the possibilities of, hey, maybe they might try to get b- bigger personnel, run it more, um, be alert for runs or, or throws, you know, two tight end sets on third down, which is, you know, most teams don't do. So um, we were just kind of just talking through stuff. We just kind of had to see how they were playing because um, sometimes, you know, when that happens, you you might just stick with what you worked on all week. Chris Herndon had a had a pretty decent game today. Obviously, he had the touchdown, another third down conversion later on in the second half. I mean, how has he come along, and is he finally starting to hit a point this season where you can tell he's out of that funk? Yeah, I think he's he's popped free a couple times, and and he's made plays when he's had the opportunities. Um, you know, early in the season, there was probably there hasn't been a ton of opportunities for him, but when there there were some earlier in the season, just wasn't going the way that you know he was hoping. And I think this these last few games, he's done a good job of just making the plays when they're there. Um, you know, he had probably the biggest play he had was one he didn't even touch the ball, and that was on Crowder's touchdown. He did a great job of his release, and you know, helped spring Crowder free. Adam, what what is Crowder meant to this team? Obviously, he did it 
today with his arm, catching even at a long run. Just what has he meant to this team this year? He, he's – I mean, the thing I'd say about Crowder over the last two seasons that he's so consistent. You always can count on him. The quarterback can definitely count on him, be in the right spot, right time, make the play that needs to be made in the moment, um, especially when it's a critical one. You know, when it's, it's a – we need a big play – whether it's the perfect coverage or perfect route, it seems like he comes down with the ball and, you know, he makes something happen when we, when we need something to be, something needs to be happen. Adam, Adam, what does this say about your ball club to get the back-to-back wins after what you went through for the first team, first 13 ball games? I thought they did a good job of refocusing on Wednesday. I mean, obviously every time, anytime you win a game um, makes Wednesday a hell of a lot more fun to go to practice. Um, but I think those guys did a good job of fighting through that all season. Um, they were ready to go this week, you know, with Friday, the way that we did it, where we gave those guys Friday off and really crammed everything in on Wednesday and Thursday. I thought they handled it well and came back Saturday and they were energized and they were ready to go today. I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean to put a, a heavier damper on the, the good feels, Adam, but is there any bit of you that, that kind of looks at what you guys have accomplished the last two weeks against two teams that might be heading to the playoffs and, and says, what if, for what could have been this year if you guys played this way the whole season? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I wish I had an answer for why, you know, things didn't go our way earlier, but, you know, we we didn't do enough to win those games. And, you know, we, we were in a few of them, and there was a lot of them where we weren't – we didn't keep it tight enough and execute in the fourth quarter. So I just feel like guys are doing a good job of just finishing the games the right way. Adam, is there any way you can kind of put some perspective on what these last two weeks mean in a bigger picture? I mean, you know, obviously it's, you know, it's not getting any further much down the line, but just, you know, what, what does this, you know, what does this mean? I'm, I'm, I'm happy for our guys. I mean, they put so much effort into this and, and have not allowed the outside noise to, to waver them. Um, I mean, as a head coach, I mean, this year could have been even harder than what it's been. Uh, if it wasn't for our players coming out and doing what we've asked them to do day in and day out, put the effort in they have, guys being ready to step up, new guys that have come in trying to learn things as fast as possible and fit in, uh, I can't ask for more from a group of guys to ju- that have just absolutely just had our coaching staffs back and just gone to work and, and they don't they never complain. They just tr- you know try to get better every day. How about for yourself? I can just follow a little bit. Obviously, there's been a lot of noise about your future and whatnot. I know you've said you haven't worried about it and whatnot, but do you think these last two weeks can have done anything to benefit yourself? I, I'm, I haven't thought about it. I haven't had any discussions with Christopher about any of this. I'm, I mean, my job is to get, get us ready for the next game, so that's what I'm going to worry about. Are you just going to be – are you hopeful that these last two weeks will have an impact on ownership's decision? It's once again, it's something I can't worry about. I got to, I got to focus on getting us ready for the next one. Do you believe you should be this team's head coach moving forward? I think our guys have done a good job of, you know, doing what, what I've asked, what our coaching staff has asked us, them to do. You know, these guys play hard. I, I can't say how much uh, the amount I appreciate what these guys have done to, to, to battle week in and week out. It's, it's hard to put in words. Adam, could you describe the um, fourth and one stop from what you could see? I don't know if you were busy on the headset uh, I, at that point. Just as far as – Just well, what you I, saw. Did you, did yeah, you I just see? thought it was a great job of, of really that second effort when I saw you standing straight up, and I, I don't, I'm not sure who it was that came off the edge there. And, and when I saw the bob, ball pop free, it was just about where was he when it happened. 
Um, wasn't really sure there. And then once they replayed it, then I felt a lot better about it. Thanks for listening to Jets fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN.